Hey there, thank you so much for listening to our Big Time Talker podcast on the Blog Talk Radio Network. We're live and worldwide from Washington, D.C., Burke Allen here, and the program is service of our buddies at SpeakerMatch.com, the world's largest online virtual speakers bureau. If you're a platform speaker or you're a meeting planner, go to SpeakerMatch.com and get together. Today we're talking to a guy that knows, and when I say he knows, he's known as the man who knows. He's my friend Alon New. Uh, if you're not familiar with Alon, you may have seen him on TV. He's a, an American mentalist and illusionist, uh, TV personality. He's written books. He is a speaker, and he does mind readings. He does telekinesis. He does all sorts of mental uh, illusions, and, and he, he's a, a spoon bender. You do many, many things, um, but right now you're like an awful lot of the rest of the world. You're not doing as much of that because you normally do it in front of people. How has Elan New adjusted to what we're going through right now? Well, uh, uh, thank you for that introduction. And uh, and yes, it's called mentalism. Uh, and uh, uh, basically, the idea is to create uh, demonstrations that uh, reflect on the powers of the mind and the imagination and synchronicities and strange wonders of the world. Uh my show, which uh, was in Las Vegas at the Oyo Casino um, up until the day the pandemic hit, uh, was uh, is basically about all of that. And uh, and ever since that happened, I, I essentially uh, moved and pivoted rather quickly into the world of doing Zoom virtual shows. So that's kind of uh, been my area of uh, a quick expertise. I had to learn real quickly how to adapt because before all of this took place, I was maybe on maybe one other corporate Zoom meeting. But besides that, I was not that familiar with how to navigate myself on the Zoom platform. But I have to say, ever since I started doing this, I've been meeting up with friends who I haven't seen in years and been hanging out uh, over this platform and then even doing shows and cons consultation and coaching and uh, lessons over the platform as well. So it's, uh, it's amazing how much you can learn when suddenly you're put into this uh, social distancing, self-quarantine world. Alon New is our guest today. You can visit him online at themanwhoknows.tv. And, and that's one of the reasons I wanted to talk to you because I, I noticed pretty quickly, you know, you went from being a guy who did this on stage and, and on TV to doing these one-on-one -on -one feats of mentalism um, online. And, and I wondered if it's opened you up to sort of a whole new universe of people that, that were not familiar with you before. Maybe, maybe it's a combination of your old fans and then a whole new universe of other folks. Well, it's lots of fun because I do get to see people from my, my very first virtual show. And by the way, we've been running now for uh, uh, three weeks over at uh, uh, the Forum Theater out of Vancouver. So the Forum Theater at theforumtheater.com in Vancouver is uh, sponsoring my uh, my show, which is its grand opening show. And uh, we've been doing very well. And the audience has been uh, has been delightful and really because it's audience from all over the world literally uh my first show i had a guy from colombia argentina um india tuned in i have people from hong kong and the philippines it's really really quite remarkable uh how you can bring all of these people from all over the world into one space and suddenly be able to have a show and people interact and can hear one another it's kind of uh it's it's uh it has actually 
opened my eyes to a whole new venue that I'm hoping will maintain itself even after the pandemic lifts. That's really cool. And, and I want to talk about how you do what you do online versus when you're you're face-to-face with people. But explain that to me a little bit more. The Forum Theater. So there is an actual theater in Vancouver, but you broadcast your performances from wherever you are, and then people can log on to this website and see it from anywhere in the world. Is that right? The Forum Theater is actually the first virtual theater that was ever put together. The guy, uh, Oz and Linda, uh, his wife, uh, actually created this virtual theater, seeing that there was a possible uh, business idea in doing just that. So it's really a, strictly a virtual theater. And uh, the grand opening is myself. There, I think they have a few other mystery-type performers, and hopefully they'll think about bringing in bands and hypnotists and, uh, and comedians into the mix as well. All right. And so if folks want to watch you do your show, when does that happen? Every Friday. Well, I, I should say uh, the last fr- the last two Fridays will be this coming Friday, September the 4th and September the 11th. It happens at 7 p.m. Pacific and 10 p.m. Eastern time. So uh, if you're on the East Coast, it's at 10 p.m. On the West Coast, it's 7 p.m. And and uh, if you're in Hong Kong, it's the next day at 10 a.m. <laughs> All right. So so let me rewind for a second. And by the way, if you're just joining us in the Big Time Talker podcast, Alan New, my friend who is the man who knows – He's a mentalist, an illusionist, a magician. He does all those things. He's our guest today. When when you were a small child, you moved to the Washington, D.C. area. Um, but how did you get into doing all of these uh, mentalist feats and, and illusions and magic and telekinesis? As a little guy, what is it that, that first flipped Alon's switch? Well, you know, um, my father, who just recently passed away, may he rest in peace, uh, actually was a librarian and uh, eventually managed to get his way to uh, a a career with the Library of Congress. And when we moved to the Washington, D.C. area from uh, San Francisco, where I was born, I... um, I was told by my father that he worked in the largest library in the world. Of course, this is pre-internet, pre-Google. And so he said, if you want to learn anything, what would you like to learn about? You know, in the hopes that I would learn how to read better. And so so I thought to myself, you know, if he works in the largest library in the world, I'm going to put him to the test and and ask him if if he can get a hold of some magic books. And so certainly... That's the first thing that he did, and uh, I, I really learned all about the history of magic and magical uh, magicians and people who, uh, throughout history, who did magical and amazing things that maybe weren't even magicians. And so that's when I came across mentalism, and before you know it, I'm, I'm now a career mentalist and have written a few books of my own. In fact, you can get them on Amazon. One is called State of Mind, and the other is called Picture Your ESP. And uh, these are basically uh, books that uh, open you up to the idea of what mentalism is and what mentalism may aspire to be, which is really more about the powers of the mind and how we might be able to use our mind in more efficient and effective and powerful ways. I know in State of Mind, you, you talked about really getting interested in this when you were six, seven years old, first or second grade. And here you are, a grown guy who has done this at some pretty high levels. And if you're not familiar with Elon, um, he's performed at uh, presidential inaugurations. He had a show at Caesar's Palace in Las Vegas, a series on TLC, The Mysterious World of Elon New. Are there, are there any of those things that you look back on and are sort of 
pinch me moments, you know, where you go, I can't believe that I am here. I started doing this when I was a kid, and here I am performing at an inaugural ball for the President of the United States or, or on a national TV show. What are the pinch me moments for, for Alon New? Uh, well, I have to say, uh, I, I ended up at uh, one point uh, performing for uh, the British royalty in Abu Dhabi. Wow. And, uh, and I also, uh, and, and it was actually during that time that I was at this, I, I was also invited to this ambassador's meeting. So it's a very, it's a very uh, political time during the Formula One races in Abu Dhabi, in fact. And so, so, uh, so I was performing in, at the Four Seasons at Cafe Milano. My friend Franco Nuschese actually owns it, and he brought me out there to basically involve myself in a bunch of uh, uh, events and uh, and various different political events. I'm I'm literally in at this at the Palace Hotel in this on this beach that they a man-made beach that they have in the back with palm trees and people are passing out ginger martinis and uh the uh u.s ambassador to the uae is this guy uh yusuf and his uh wife abir who is a fashion designer so it's like literally fashion people fashion industry people and and then and then world leaders all in this one place and uh and suddenly i meet a photographer friend of mine who i went to high school with (laughs) This guy what? named this guy named Tony Powell, who is a local DC photographer, who's an amazing photographer, in fact. And uh, and the two of us see each other at this party in Abu Dhabi, and it's just like I was I was in the ninth grade with this guy, and it was just one of those. It was that was that was probably the latest amazing moments where I was sitting in this place where I was thinking to myself, if I could only share this moment with anyone who I know from my past, and, <laughs> and he... they would believe they would believe it was actually happening. And then suddenly there he is. And we're like having a great time at this party together. And <laughs> the food was, food was amazing. The, uh, the atmosphere was, uh, was like a freaking James Bond movie. <laughs> oh, that's very cool. Alan New is my pal. He is the man who knows. You can visit him online at themanwhoknows.tv. And he also has uh, shows this Friday night and next Friday night at the, the Forum Theater online. And that website again is? Uh, at theforumtheater.com. You can also go to my website at themanwhoknows.tv and uh, learn more about me and uh, where I am and uh, where where you can find me virtually as well. Hey, Alan, talk to me, uh, you know, as, as a guy who's a fan who loves this stuff but doesn't really understand some of the, the nuances and the differences of uh, mentalism or being an illusionist or being a magician. Can, where are the lines drawn there? Can you give me some delineation? Well, um, well, the lines are drawn. Really, the difference between magic, say, and mentalism is that. Uh, well, first of all, I'll, I'll start by saying what's similar about them. What's similar is that they all belong to this uh, larger uh, pie wedge, which we'll call the uh, the mystery arts. So all of that pie wedge is inside the entire arts and entertainment industry, which we which we are career people in. And so, uh, but, but, but within that pie wedge of the mystery arts, there are people like mentalists and magicians, but there are also people like stage hypnotists and seance mediums and ghost hunters and fortune tellers and sideshow artists. And so it's actually a wide variety of disciplines that, 
that fall in that particular category. And, uh, and so in the world of magic, you've got uh, uh, an exploration of impossible things through the world, through understanding illusions and how illusions can be played on our senses. Uh, in the world of mentalism, you're using many of those same principles, except instead of creating illusions that explore impossible things, what you're doing is you're creating illusions that reflect upon actual potential things that we may have an actual ability towards. So anything that's fringe, like uh, ESP, reading people's minds, predicting the future, mind over matter, being able to move objects with the mind or heal using the mind or uh, think in extraordinary ways to create synchronicities or uh, clairvoyance, those are all categorized within the field of mentalism and and they might use theatrical techniques in order to create any one of those particular experiences in their audiences because obviously you want it to work all the time when you're in when you're in front of a live audience but uh but but ultimately it does reflect upon not the impossible things that can take place but rather the potentially possible things that we may, might reflect upon in our lives, having a precognitive dream or thinking of something that somebody's going to say before they say it, or uh, you know, knowing when someone's about to meet you around the corner, those kinds of things. And when you began doing your performances online because of the pandemic, uh, did you have to completely relearn how you do what you do? Did you have to, to come up with, with a new technique to do these things? I'm I would assume so it's very glad. Different. I'm so glad you're asking that question because that's a that's a fun one in in my particular field because in the world of mentalism there are creators of which I'm one but uh, but there are past creators as well uh, throughout its history that has specialized in uh, principles and techniques that allow you to be able to perform amazing demonstrations over the phone, over the radio, on television to the television audiences and things like that. And I explore all of those those aspects of mentalism in my Zoom show, which is, uh, which is essentially what my show is about. It's literally about showing you how profound our connection still is despite the social distance. Alan New, our guest today, visit him at the man who knows TV. That's the man who knows TV. And you can find out about his uh, live online performances through the Forum Theater and his his one on one Zoom performances as well. Hey, Alan, um, you're an Asian American, and I wonder if that has influenced your performance style at all and, and made it any different? Do you bring anything from, from your heritage into what you do that, that makes it a little different than, than other folks? Well, I'm, I'm really interested in all mysterious things. And, uh, and indeed Asia has a lot of mystery, uh, all throughout its history. So, so, you know, everything from, uh, ways that the yin and yang work to, uh, the I Ching, and, uh, and then just personal history that I have with my family, which I find most fascinating just because they're, they're real stories. And, and, you know, it's not like uh, I'm learning about how something might work. I'm actually seeing something actually work. Uh, one instance that took place in my life has to do with uh, uh, a niece of mine who ended up in a, in a uh, 
actually she's a she's a younger cousin of mine to be honest uh but she got into a car accident and ended up flipping over on the floor to turnpike mm. and ended up in a coma and and after not being out of the coma for over a week my aunt her mother basically actually i guess that yeah i guess that makes her my cousin right she she ends up uh <clears throat> doing this old ancient chinese uh folklore uh, prayer, uh, I'll call it a folk prayer, if you would, uh, called Feng Shang, which basically uh, is the saved, as opposed to a sacrificial rite that that forces you to uh, kill something for the gods. You're literally saving something for the sake of Buddha. So, so she goes to the market and she grabs buckets full of the market fish. And since they're destined to die, the idea is she's going to save the fish throw them into a pond in the back of her Florida lake or Florida lake house. And then, uh, and pray to Buddha for forgiveness to send energy to her daughter. And, uh, and that's what she does. And because she's a, she's her, her and my uncle are big proponents of the uh, central Florida Buddhist community. Suddenly a whole lot of Florida Buddhists started buying goldfish at pet stores and market fish at the grocery stores and suddenly florida was at a lack of market fish and theater goldfish and, <laughs> and uh, there's a run on uh, it down there and uh they and they're setting them free in the lakes and stuff and i'm thinking to myself is this actually going to work because i'm up here in dc while all of this is happening and three days later my cousin wakes up from her coma and I'm, and, and then, and then everybody forgets about it. Like everybody forgets about the fact that this, this ritual was done and all that stuff. And they're just happy that she's alive and, and, uh, and, and now she's doing great. And so I'm really, really happy to say that, uh, it was a, it was an amazing turnaround despite the, uh, the, the very, very, uh, dire, conditions of what was going on. Oh, that's great news. Uh, Alan New is the man who knows, and you can visit him online. His website is themanwhoknows.tv. Uh, Alan, some folks that do what you do, some illusionists do, and I'm not sure if this is the right term, but sort of these endurance things. Harry Houdini, who would do a you know a, a straight jacket underwater. David and Blaine. David Blaine just did the most amazing thing on on YouTube that it just, I, I literally was thought to myself, man, he is living the dream to his fullest. So hats off to my man, David Blaine, for what he was able to do with the, his balloon stunt today. Yeah, he went up, what, four or five miles up in the air, sort of like that movie Up, you know, and, and straight up in the, into the air in Arizona. Um, so that's a, a whole different side thing, right? Because these these stunts, I guess you could call them, these involve real physical danger. Harry Houdini in a straitjacket underwater, there's real danger involved. David Blaine, there's real danger involved. How is does that compare to, to what you do, or would you ever consider doing something like that? When I was on TLC, uh, I, I was uh, had uh, Mike Mathis Productions uh, uh, bring me on to the TLC network and uh, and create the show called the mysterious world of a lot new and there i did i did have to create a number of uh uh what we'll call death defying and injury defying <laughs> stunts and uh it wasn't fun for me i have to say i mean whenever <laughs> I, I can imagine whenever I, whenever I did those i was uh, you know i was uh, it was one of those things in which 
in which uh, I, I'm always amazed watching other people do it. But whenever I'm in the middle of it, and I've done a number of them with that program um, at this point, uh, I was always at the edge of my uh, of my own wits trying to figure out whether or not this was going to be my last day or whether or not I was going to, like, change my life forever because I would get, like, you know, uh, my, <laughs> my insides would get scalded with acid or I'm going to get hit in the middle of the forehead with a dart from a dart gun or, you know, it's just ridiculous stuff that you're involved in where you're just like am i even setting a good example for the world to be doing any of this stuff so <laughs> uh <laughs> you know so so my so so my, as an artist i feel like it's important that if i'm going to do anything like that that i'm going to have to say something or do something that will uh send a positive message to the world and i felt like the the, the speed in which they were cranking out these uh, these uh, stunts when I was last doing this was uh, was a little uh, too much for me to handle. But uh, but at this point, uh, I would say that I, I like like I said, I, I do appreciate them. Um, I think that the world of of mentalism and mystery entertainment is large enough that you don't even have to go in that direction to be able to explore it in a in a beautiful and positive way so i'm so i'm not uh you know i, I i'm not going to say that i'll never do anything like that ever again but at the same time you know it would have to take a special a special type of presentation for me to be turned on by it you know david blaine's uh, balloon stunt today was probably one of the safest things in many ways that he's ever done and yet it was really just a testament to his ability to create a beautiful picture and something that would lift our hearts at a time when you know our hearts need lifting and so in my opinion it's not just being able to do dangerous things it's really being able to create an image and a symbol that uh, lifts people's hearts and gives people something to uh, feel inspired by. Alan New and I are talking magic on the Big Time Talker podcast and mentalism and illusions. And hey, you've written a couple of books. One of them was about ESP. And I wonder if, if you can talk a little bit about you know whether or not everyone has some level of ESP that needs to be or can be developed, or is is that something that just a, a very few people have? Uh, I think that it's something that everybody has. Here's the thing: is if if ESP exists, yes, then everyone should have it, right? So I mean, you know, there's no reason why ESP is on any level uh will not make it to another human being and 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 so the the world of science right now is equating the esp experience to the consciousness experience which is very interesting because it uh it almost takes the onus off of us and our brains and puts it into this uh world in which you know consciousness which affects all things you know matter you know all, all, all things that is you know from a rock to our brains you know actually uh actually has something to do with it and so so uh though it's very hard to make sense of it you know in the end when our brains or the, the the synapses within our brains actually connect with say someone else's brain maybe someone who we love or someone who we're related to that's what's called entanglement and when and sometimes that enables us to be able to know what the other person is thinking at that moment that they're thinking it or 
or be able to uh, figure out uh, uh, how they're feeling in the moment that they're feeling it, even though they might be halfway around the world from you uh, and, uh, and or have dreams that uh, predict the future. So, I mean, there's so many different uh, ways that our brains and the, the, the things that happen inside of it actually connects to what is going on on our planet and, uh, and what's going on atmospherically, that uh, it's hard to pinpoint exactly what it is, but it's very interesting uh, that the fact that occasionally you feel like it's undeniable. You know, Alana, I remember a couple of years ago, you and I were introduced in Las Vegas and, and we were there with, with our mutual friend Landau Eugene Murphy Jr., who won America's Got Talent. I love that guy. And say, hi, say hi to Landau. For me. I will give Landau your best. And, and I'll never forget us standing right there um, and watching you do uh, some mentalism and, and I think some spoon bending and, and just the look of wonder and amazement on Landau's face. And I wonder if if that's your favorite part of the job. What's what's the best part of being a lawn new? Oh, absolutely! It is. It's being able to create amazement and uh, and and wonder in people, and being able to inspire them in any way. And so, so I I I I love the idea of connection. I love the fact that mentalism, at its core, is all about human connection. And, uh, and and I'm fortunate to say that in this world of social distancing, uh, it actually it actually shows itself in its most positive light by uh, by revealing how uh, how connected we are when we uh, when we explore uh, through these demonstrations. So you're no longer on stage in Las Vegas, at least for now. You're no longer, you know, on Norwegian cruise line ships. You're you're not hopping on airplanes and going all over the place to to Las Vegas. Las Vegas is waiting for me. If you go to TripAdvisor and you uh, and you look up my name under the city of Las Vegas, you'll see that uh, I had lots of great reviews for my show at the Oyo, and uh, and following that, uh, I've had lots of. Uh, fun reviews from my Zoom performances. So, uh, so uh, well, and that Vegas was my question. You know, me. do you do you want to go back after this, or now that you know you can do magic <laughs> in your sweatpants from home? I mean, do you want to be traveling around again, or is this uh, is this the way it's, it's going to be? be a tough call? It's going to be a tough call. I will say this: I, being able to do a show from home, my feeling is, you know come one come all you know yep. i've got 24 hours in a day to do this and uh so you can book me without me having to travel that's awesome but um <laughs> but uh <laughs> i get it but uh, but uh i will say that uh there's nothing like live performance and i just cannot wait for the world to just uh open itself back up and uh and and be uh and, and be safe to go out there to be able to perform live shows once again because uh that is my true heart and that is where i want to be in the end so um so can't wait for that to happen well you're a people person you like people and it's tough not being around them and and i guess as we wrap up we should probably mention that for every elan new out there or landau eugene murphy jr or in every other entertainer, there are dozens, hundreds of people behind the scenes who are completely out of work now. All the lighting guys and the sound guys and yep. the ladies in the ticket office. And it's just got to be devastating for all of those behind the scenes workers in entertainment. Absolutely. I was I literally just uh, reached out to my tech in Las Vegas just yesterday. I texted him just yesterday, literally. Alan New, you're one of the good guys out there. I appreciate you taking time with us. The man who knows.tv 
is the website, and that's where folks can figure out how to get you to zoom directly into their computers, right? Uh, you can you can contact me, and uh, and I'm doing private parties, I'm doing corporate events, and uh, all kinds of I'm I'm doing corporate happy hours these days. Um, it's uh, it's been a lot of fun, and and it's and it's easy to do because you get to stay at home, and so do I, and we all get to have fun regardless. Uh, but uh, but but other than that, you can also go to theforumtheater.com. That's T H E Forum Theater with a T R E at the end dot com, and uh, learn more about me uh, and my show, The Man Who Knows, which will be playing for September fourth and September eleventh, uh, seven p.m. Pacific, ten p.m. Eastern, and uh, however that goes, all the way around the world. Alan New has the goods. I've seen him up close and personal do amazing things. So check him out. Alan New, the man who knows. Hey, thanks for being on the show today. Hey, it's great hanging out with you, Burke. Always a pleasure. This is the Big Time Talker Podcast, the service of speakermatch.com. I'm Burke Allen. Now go out there and make it a great day. Bye, everybody. <laughs>